Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mudiwa Gavaza, and over the last uh, couple of weeks and months, um, one of the big themes uh, that we've been covering, you know, time and time again, is uh, the issue of inflation, the issue of you know interest rate hikes, uh, but also at the same time the pressure that continues to be on consumers. Um, what does it all mean? Uh, so to help us to you know maybe get into some of the more practical aspects around what it means to be surviving in this current economy. Uh, we are joined by uh, Larry Mason, who is a financial advisor and uh, franchise principal um, over at Consult by Momentum. Um, and hopefully we can just contextualize uh, because we always hear about all of these interest rate hikes. Um, inflation is easier to understand for a lot of people because we are literally seeing uh, prices going up in the shops uh, but when it comes to things like interest rates, sometimes it can be a little bit more abstract, um, you know, in terms of how it affects people. Um, so for today, uh, Larry is just going to be helping us uh, to contextualize what all of that means. Larry, greetings to you today. Good day, Mudiwa. Thanks for having me. Um, maybe a good place for us to start before we get into, um, you know, the full discussion around interest rates, the inflation and the state of the economy. Um, the momentum brand in South Africa, I think that's something that uh, most people, you know, tend to understand, um, you know, around financial services and the like. Uh, but uh, when we're talking about consult by momentum, um, what is it? Are you affiliated? Is it the same? Is it different? Uh, give us a little bit of insight insight around that. Thanks, Mudiwa. Yeah, um, we actually went through a name change not a year ago. It used to be Momentum Consult and was changed to Consult by Momentum. So it's brokerages that's with a wholly owned subsidiary of Momentum, but it's independent brokerages. So we have contacted all the various institutions in terms of the risk side of things, the investment side of things, um, the short-term insurance side of things. So so it's an advisory um, businesses, financial services linked to momentum, but not a momentum show, fully independent. So, getting into it, then, Larry, um, interest rates. Let's start with the interest rates. Um, I think a lot of people understand the fact that we are facing high interest rates at the moment, or rather, we're facing a situation where interest rates are rising and are expected to continue rising. Um, where are we at the moment? And for the ordinary South African, what has it uh, actually meant? Um, do we just maybe to put it in perspective why interest rates have been like obviously due to the quantitative easing um, and the reduction of interest rates through COVID when markets pulled back, the lowering of interest rates was like antibiotic to a, a ill situation. So interest rates were lowered to kickstart the economy and it's resulted in inflation that's been exacerbated by the war in Ukraine. Um, so one of the two levers the central banks have is either monetary or fiscal policy. Your fiscal policy is government spending or your monetary policy interest rate hikes or lowering. And yes, because of the inflation coming through over 7% in South Africa, actually over 9% in the US, the first time in many years that the inflation is higher than ours, interest rates have been hiked. And we expect probably another 270 basis point Right hikes this year, uh, every two months. Having said that, it looks like 
the inflation pressures are starting to peak. So hopefully the government may stop hikes after these two 75 basis points expected this year. Larry, as you're talking, I just wanted to interject uh, very quickly uh, to get a sense of uh, what you call this, um, the hikes that you're talking about. Yes, um, some of the inflation is abating, like what you're saying, but um, at the current trajectory, given some of the hikes that you guys are expecting based on your own modeling, um, I think it's really putting uh, what you call the some of the estimates uh, that people have uh, have had out there into into proper context because we've heard that we might see interest rates touching uh, as high as seven or eight percent. Is that the same type of modeling that you have on your end? Yes. But again, we're starting to see that the hikes are, one, working, and secondly, oil prices have come down, which obviously is the influence in terms of everything that we buy because things need to be transported. So uh, the point that I'm trying to make is we may see a hike stopping maybe a tad sooner than expected. Okay, okay. I think the, uh, yeah, uh, that certainly explains it. And hopefully that ends up really being the case, uh, that whatever, um, you know, retreating um, of inflation that we're starting to see now actually continues, uh, you know, albeit faster than um, it is right now. But maybe going forward then, um, when we just look at uh, everything within context, um, for people that are now going out um, into the world, people that are now uh, shopping around, um, right? How can or how have people, rather before we get into management, how have people reacted? Because usually you expect um, uh, that what you call this, you literally expect uh, that that hiking of interest rates is um, going to cause that uh, or at least discourage uh, some of that spending. Are we correct? Uh, Would we be correct in saying that um, the interventions are working because of some of the abatement that you are highlighting now, that inflation is uh, seeming to be you know coming under control uh or you know are there other things that work here yes, like i've said without a doubt i mean when the cost of money becomes more expensive whether it's company spending with its individual consumer spending is people tend to tighten the belts um especially where they've been a year or two years ago at very very low interest rates so all of that sudden they see the impact of the cost of money so without a doubt that is slowing down consumer spending. Uh, nice to have what we're experiencing, as I've mentioned earlier, is the oil price is coming down. So we expect petrol prices to come down. And again, that will also alleviate a lot of the inflation pressure. So I think it's kind of a double whammy to the positive. And that's why we believe that inflation should moderate next year within the target four to six percent now certainly hopefully it does come back into that uh, the target band um you know like uh, like what you're saying as long as the cost of money um is you know helping to control uh the prices from that point of view but taking it down to the um i guess the individual 
you know, individual person, individual household, maybe even individual, you know, maybe the small businesses and the like. Um, at the moment, just given where things are, we are hoping to see, um, you know, some of the, the inflation retreating further next year and uh, and the like. But for today, um, in August 2022, people are facing the high inflation and, you know, uh, the interest rates, um, you know, where they are at the moment. What is the advice? Um, is the advice, you know, for people um, to perhaps be saving more uh, because you could possibly get yourself a little bit of money um, in terms of some of those interest rates? Um, is this the time to, uh, for people to not be borrowing um, on a practical level? You know, what, what, does it, what does it actually mean in the current environment? Yes, Woody, we're the only people that's happy um in the interest rate hiking environment are the ones that's sitting on cash because obviously getting higher interest on your cash. But as we all know, um, cash is king over the short term, but over time you cannot protect your real purchasing power in cash. But having said that, so, so yes, uh, interest rate hikes, bad for people that borrow. We must always understand if you need to somehow address cash flow is that the are different types of debt with different rates. So it is maybe a good thing to consider and consolidate your debt or look at what debt are more expensive than other debts and see whether you can somehow consolidate from purely cash flow point of view. For instance, um, vehicle finance is much more expensive than, than borrowing on a property. Credit card is also... So, so there's ways and means of addressing the debt side of things without necessarily borrowing more money because that's obviously something that we see now is that people are borrowing money to furnish or finance the existing debt and that is a big problem because again we don't know where interest rates are going to turn another thing to consider is maybe to lock in your right you must just understand that in the environment where interest rates go up the banks tend to lock in quite a high percentage above the existing rate. So one must just carefully consider the various options we do that. Uh, I like the fact that you are getting into some of these uh, practicalities around, uh, you know, how you lock in, you know, certain rates uh, and, uh, you know, just protect yourself um, when all of these things are happening. But uh, I would imagine that for a lot of, uh, you know, people out there, whether you are, you know, by yourself as an individual or perhaps you are a small business owner or something like that, um, I think a lot of people don't really realize that uh, there is that flexibility and they might actually be asking to say Larry how do I even approach you know such uh, you know such a discussion you know how do I even know whether or not I can negotiate uh, on the rates um, when it comes to either my car my house or perhaps um, some type of uh, you know finance um, your finance facility that I have at the moment yes Yes, but when, uh, it's so true what you're saying, and I, I firmly believe that one of my prime deliverables as an advisor is almost to identify opportunities and risks that you weren't thinking of. So you don't know what you don't know, and you don't know whether you can actually investigate rights, whether you can lock in and so forth. So again, your first point of call is to have a discussion with an advisor to identify opportunities to address 
um, the risks and the problems as a result of this interest rate hiking cycle. Um, there's many ways to skin a cat, but you need to know the cat and you need to know where to look and what to do and what options to consider before making the decision. Yeah, no, uh, at least at least from that point of view, it does show, um, you know, the fact that uh, there are those options there. And uh, like what you said, a big part of it is um, an education piece. Uh, but I do want to flip it, you know, to say as much as there's an education piece and as much as a small business owner, an individual can actually um, be looking at what's being what's going on in the micro environment and perhaps um, have those discussions. How receptive are you know the owners of capital, the the the, the lenders uh, and the like um, when it comes to those discussions? Because these are also businesses, you know, that are probably also uh, trying to react and you know take advantage of the the prevailing environment as much as they can. But they were they are receptive and, and remember. One is not necessarily um, asking for a payment holiday from the institution or whatever. It's merely more than one option being placed on the table, you know. So, so one institution may may um, offer credit card finance, vehicle finance, um, 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 property finance, etc., etc., etc. So, within one institution, there may be different ways and means of addressing a situation and one need to know the various options and aspects that need to be discussed. So the, the institutions are receptive, but they can't necessarily ask to to compromise or not make money. It's merely I need to know what options I have and to decide what options work for me the best in a specific situation. The problem is often Clients or the small business owner or the consuming industry does not know of the options available to them, and then they merely kind of incur more debt to finance the standard of living. All right, and I, I guess it's good to know, like what you were, like what you're saying, that um, on both sides uh, of this uh, coin, you know, so to say, there is flexibility, and uh, you know, on the side of uh, the lenders, uh, that there is some level of flexibility, or at least, um, you know, being receptive uh, to some of these uh, some of these options on the ground, uh, that gives you know quite a little bit of comfort, uh, most likely to people, but. As we are sort of uh, on the tail end of the discussion, um, you know, this issue of uh, debt, um, it's something that you touched on just now. Uh, but I can imagine that when um, inflation is doing what it is and, uh, you know, sal salaries are not rising at uh, the rate at which prices have already risen, uh, it's tempting sometimes uh, to try and maintain uh, whatever lifestyle you have uh, by going out and uh, actually getting yourself into a little bit more debt. And South Africa does have uh, that dubious uh, reputation as being a country, um, you know, of over-indebtedness. Uh, how does lifestyle creep? Uh, how do you, maybe not even lifestyle creep, but how do you avoid uh, things like that actually coming in? Uh, because you might feel like you need uh, to borrow this money just so that you can continue uh, to maintain your lifestyle. 
Ja, maar die, ja, um, there's a reason why only 6% of, of South Africans can retire. And it basically starts with the standard of living um, that is financed as opposed to earned. Um, so, so just kind of to retrace for a second, there's a difference between gearing and lending. Gearing is if you borrow money to make money, for instance, business, that's good debt. Borrowing or lending is when you borrow money or you incur debt purely to up your standard of living. And the problem here is it's very difficult for us as individuals to lower our standard of living. So once you lock into a certain standard of living, and that standard of living is not financed by your income, but actually by a necessary gearing on top of that, then you tend to always be much more exposed to these type of situations where interest rates go up. Um, that's why I also tell people, you know, if you incur debt, never just look at the existing, like always building two or three or four percent more than that. Back to your question of how do you address that is funny we find is so you must live within your means and the easiest way to live in your means and the problem of the six percent of South Africans that can retire, the reason why the others can't retire is not necessarily because they don't earn enough or sufficient income. It's rather because they don't control the expenditure. We always say to clients, the one thing that you have control over is the expenditure side of things. You don't have control over income and you don't have control over the cost of money, but you do have over your expenditure. Um, and that's where you need to do your work. That's where you need to control your, your spending. Um, but it is a budgetary situation. I found if you actually budget and you know what you're spending stuff on, you tend to spend less. But to answer your question, big picture, the way for us to survive in difficult times from a financial point of view is to be very disciplined on the spending side of And it's tough, I know. No, tough indeed. Uh, certainly not easy for a lot of people um, out there just given uh, the current realities uh, that uh, people have. Uh, I think as we end off then, Larry, um, as a final thought, um, how can people, because we've we've gone into quite a bit of detail around where we find ourselves, inflation, interest rates, why are we here, and some of the practicalities. But, um, you know, when people are looking at um, their budgets, people are looking at their spending, etc. Uh, what what should people uh, be prioritizing in this economy? Um, we spoken earlier on about you know going out and re- renegotiating um, you know some of those um, uh, terms when it comes to lending. You know maybe locking in your rate um, and the like. But outside of that, uh, what are some of the key areas? Uh, you know from a spending point of view uh, that people can can actually help themselves when it comes to either tightening up or actually just making sure that um, they don't end up being in trouble uh, later on? Mudiwa, um, I will start with whatever planning or budgeting as an individual I do is to work on another 1.5% hike this year, so 275. So again, if you have debt, Make sure that there's fat built in there in terms of your budget. So that's one thing that I would suggest one need to look at. And secondly, don't try and 
take this decision or look at the options yourself. Go and talk to somebody that can actually assist you and identify the places where you can potentially cut. Thirdly, understand that things do normalize over time. So it may be that for six months or a year, you may have to change your spending pattern, but it will actually stand in good stead going forward. Um, I think that is, from my side, the kind of in a nutshell, you are. All right. So that's been it. Uh, Larry Mason from uh, Consult by Momentum giving us some insight into some of the practicalities around um, the economy that we find ourselves in. It's an environment that's been characterized by um, high inflation and uh, a hiking cycle when it comes to um, interest rates. And I think one of the most practical things uh, that Larry has been able to leave us with is what he's saying at the end there uh, to say that when people are planning uh, their finances in this economy right now um, against uh, the macro environment that we're in. Um, have yourself a, what you call this, a, a target. Don't base uh, your decisions based on, let's say, today's interest rate. Um, build in um, the fact that we're likely to see uh, two 75 uh, basis point hikes, um, you know, ending up with another 1.5% on top of where we are now. Rather plan for that and be prepared for that. And uh, you will be, you will most likely be in better steed. Um, you know, they say that people should uh, prepare for the worst, you know, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. And I think that is, uh, you know, some good sage and practical advice uh, that we got from Larry and also just um, giving insight into um, where people find themselves when it comes to, um, you know, borrowing dynamics, um, you know, at the moment, who's smiling? Yeah, he spoke about people that have cash uh, to say that those are the people that are likely um, smiling in this environment and that uh, people shouldn't let um, things like lifestyle creep um, get them uh, further into into debt right now and that uh, there's always some flexibility in going and having discussions with lenders with banks and the like um, on whatever borrowings people have in their time and I think the last one for me was uh, he. It was it was nice getting. Um, you you hear these terms all the time, but you know borrowing and gearing. He said gearing is when you are trying to borrow money to make money, uh, whereas borrowing is uh, you know you just sort of you just spending. You know it's not money that's working for you or anything like that. I definitely liked that distinction. So that's been it. Uh, we were talking to uh, Larry Mason. Um, he is a financial advisor and franchise principal over at Consult by Momentum. Larry, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Dua. Goodbye. This is Mudiwa's Take. Great discussion there with uh, Larry and I think just uh, putting into context what um, the current uh, interest rate hiking cycle actually means uh, for ordinary South Africans. Um, I think some of the big advice there is that if you are, you know, someone who is maybe you're a small business owner, an individual, and you do have borrowings of some sort uh, from an, uh, from a fi financial institution, from a lender, uh, that going in and having those discussions 
you know with the team and you know just giving them where you are where you want to be um he's saying that uh, you know a lot of these guys tend to be receptive as long as that conversation is had because you never know uh how something is going to turn out until you actually try it and i think uh, a lot of the times uh, people don't actually know that they can go out and have these discussions um you know with the banks and the like so uh really great insight uh from that point of view and also uh just contextualizing the fact that we are in a hiking cycle at the moment that despite the fact that we are seeing a little bit of abatement when it comes to um the inflation uh that we are likely going to see more hikes uh coming up before uh we see things dipping um on that end so having planning ahead and um planning for a worst case scenario is probably going to help people to be best placed in this current environment And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcasts on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.